Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Raindrops. Yes, so I finally got merch. That's right. You can buy your allegedly, in my voice, mugs, t-shirts, raindrops, hoodies, and t-shirts all on carloskingshop.com. That's right. Get your hoodies, your t-shirts, and your mugs all on carloskingshop.com. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. On today's episode of Reality with the King, we are going to do a deep dive into the state of the Real Housewives. I'm curious if you all are experiencing something that I have been experiencing for the past year. Heavily for the past year. Couple of years has been a little like, mm, but not as heavy as it has been for the past year. I just completed watching some of The Real Housewives of Atlanta Part 2 Reunion. I did watch Part 1, and I thought Sheree Whitfield did an excellent job as the comedian, the force multiplier, dare I say the anchor. But Sheree came to play, and baby, I was here for it. And I love every single piece of it, honey. I thought it was fantastic. I didn't get too much into part two, and I'm going to be very honest here. I, for one, really like Drew Sedora. I like her. The reason why I like her is because I'm familiar with her being an actress on the game. I remember loving Drew Sedora's character when she was a part of the game. And obviously, I am a girl group fanatic. And she played T-Boz in the TLC biopic on VH1. So I like me some Drew Sedora. After watching this reunion, I still don't know who Drew Sedora is on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. That is becoming increasingly bothersome for me. And I'm curious if you all feel the same way. 
I like Drew. I met Drew in person. She's sweet in person. And there's something about her that I want to get to know. I really would like to have Drew on my podcast. I feel like I may be the only one who can really get the real side of her. Because I am capable of making sure that the subjects that I interview are vulnerable, they keep it real, and the audience walks away listening or watching my podcast interview with these celebrities and feel like, wow, I like them. You guys did it with Nene, Kenya Moore, Jocelyn Hernandez, Candace Diller-Bassett, Giselle Bryan. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I really need to talk to Drew Sedora because I just really want to get to know her. And I do feel like I'm the only person who may be able to get the audience on board in terms of feeling like we know the real Drew. Because at this time, child, I really do feel like what Ralph said in part two reunion. He called his wife an actress. And I could not help but agree. And that's sad to say because obviously this woman is going through a lot. And it's sort of like the boy who cried wolf, right? He cries, he cries, he cries about something happening. And then all of a sudden you realize like, child... Ain't nothing happening to you. You just want some attention. So I feel like Drew Sedora is the boy who cried wolf. There's been so many scenes that we watch over the past couple of seasons where as the audience, we just weren't connecting to the tears. Okay? It was giving very much Visine tears. It was giving very much slicing onions tears. Okay, it was giving very much pinching my pinky toe until they bleed. <laughs> it was giving those tears, child, like, child, let me <laughs> pinch my pinky toe with my thumb and have my baby toe bleed to death, honey, so that tears can produce out of my eyes because what's not producing is a real moment. Okay. So I wanted to feel sorry for Drew as I'm watching her navigate through this very troubling situation with Ralph. But it all fell on deaf ears because it's hard to connect because we've seen other moments of tears that felt like it was ripped out of a Tyler Perry script. What in the have and the have-nots is going on? What in the Medea's Family Reunion Atlanta edition is going on here? Okay? I feel like we're all watching not even a soap opera at this point, honey. We're literally watching a Tyler Perry movie, which, by the way, I love me a Tyler Perry movie, honey. But it is giving the haves and the have-nots. It's giving sisters on BET. The Real Housewives of Atlanta is now sisters. The show should be called Sisters colon Atlanta. Okay? Because I feel like everyone's acting. Allegedly, the girls were told right before the reunion that the show was going into a reboot, and that's why all of them were performing, honey. Allegedly. Anywho, I digress. Back to Drusadora. That is the biggest issue with the state 
of The Real Housewives. And I'm going someplace with this as I talk about New York, Jenna Lyons, who I call Jenna Lyon, L-Y-I-N, apostrophe child, not to mention Salt Lake City. So I'm going someplace with this. But let's start with Drew Sedora. I really want to connect with this woman. I And I feel like we're all dying to figure out who is the real Sedora. Will the real Drew Sedora stand up? No, not Eminem, not Slim Shady. Will the real Drew Sedora stand up? I don't want to see a stand-up comedy show. I don't want to see a stand-up impromptu show, honey, at the acting class in New York City in the Meatpacking District, child, with the pamphlet. I don't want to see none of that. What I want to see is who is the real Drew Sedora? Can she please stand up? I want to see that. And then when she read her alleged cousin-in-law, Courtney, you are unverifiable bitch. And I was like, that's a read that your glam squad gave you, I feel like, Drew. Or maybe I'm tripping. And then what I saw recently is she's selling t-shirts called Unverifiable Bitch. What in the Robin Silk Hats is going on here? I mean, at least Robin Dixon's Silk Hats, honey, was selling out of the warehouse where Juan Dixon was keeping girls. I mean, allegedly. Child, let me stop. Allegedly. I mean, at least Robin Dixon's Silk Hats, honey, <laughs> was selling like hotcakes. No, not the hotcakes that Juan was flipping up and rubbing down, honey, at the hotel where he's paying for receipts, child. Allegedly. I'm talking about hotcakes out of the McDonald's fryer, honey. So Juicedora is selling t-shirts saying unverifiable bitch. And that's when I'm just like, the moment I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, what I gathered as a rehearsed read is now being sold on shebashere.com. (laughs) (laughs) Then at the end of the reunion, Drew Sedora performs her song, which by the way, Drew, if you're listening, I love the song. I listened to it on the iPod. I downloaded it. I streamed it. Congratulations. Happy birthday. I really do like the song. It's really good. So y'all go download and stream it. So she's performing it in the middle of the reunion. She took Andy C. Andy sits next to Kenya, honey. And Ralph is in Sheree's seat. He's in the first seat, child. So as Drew Sedora is performing, she's singing the song directly to Ralph. And in this moment, unless you're Beyonce singing resentment to Jay-Z or Becky with the good hair, how can you cry these tears of pain not being able to look at Ralph so much so you left the building like Elvis did? Okay, you exit stage left like Ava DuVernay tells her actresses to after they kill a scene. So Drew exits stage left. She could not look at Ralph. But when it's time to perform the song, she only looks at Ralph. And in that very moment, as I'm eating my oyster mushrooms with butternut squash 
dandelion greens, and hibiscus tea as I swallow it down, Pauls, I am now reminded once again that, wow, am I bamboozled like a Spike Lee movie. Do the right thing, Drew, and give us a moment that doesn't feel produced. And when you were singing the lullaby, the ballad, to Ralph, I really felt like it was not a performance like Beyonce on the Renaissance Tour, but a performance like how these new housewives audition to get on the show. A performance that feels performative. Do y'all get what I'm saying? Let me break it down. It's a difference between a performance and being performative. Okay, a performance is when you're watching the VMAs, honey, and Britney Spears comes out with a snake around her neck, honey. That's a performance, honey. Okay? Performative is when you are... (laughs) Y'all can read me for this, but I got to be honest with you. Performative is when Melissa Gorga is yelling at Teresa and she picks up a cake and, and, and stuff on the table and just flies in the air. That's performative, okay? So performance is Britney Spears. Performative is Melissa Gorga. So Drew is falling somewhere in between Britney Gorga, okay? You get performance and performative, okay? So then child Britney Gorga was then in the middle of the reunion stage performing to Ralph. Let's call him Ralph Federline. Gorga. So Brittany Gorga was performing for Ralph Federline Gorga. Okay. And all of a sudden, you know, her tears went away and she was able to muster up the courage to sing to her estranged husband, who ain't too much estranged because they share the same house. Which, 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 which is normal. Unfortunately, in some cases, When a partner files for divorce, they still live together. Okay, so there you have it. So then in the end, Sheree makes a speech because Andy referred to Sheree as the peacemaker, which this is no shade. Y'all know I love me some Sheree Whitfield, honey, which by the way, Sheree was the star of the reunion. Round of applause. (laughs) Cue sound effects, Sierra. Yes, honey. Sheree Whitfield was the star of the reunion. And it's time for y'all to put some respect on her name. If it wasn't for Sheree, it should have been one part. Two parts was enough for me. Sheree Whitfield, you did that. You are the, the, the memory that we'll have from this reunion. It was your reunion. You owned it. You deserve all the accolades and the praise. Congratulations. So, but I don't see Sheree as no peacemaker. <laughs> And that's my girl. So when he said peacemaker, I thought he was going to toss to Candy. Because I think Candy tries to come across as the peacemaker or the producers try to make her be the peacemaker. So I thought he was going to give her the floor. But he said, Sheree. And I was like, oh, cool. And then Sheree said, well, you know, I tried to make sure we all got along. And I'm hoping that, you know, we can stick together and be a sisterhood. Now, look, Sheree, honey, now, I don't know if you took a script out of um, Drew Sedora's pamphlet, but you know good and dang on well, child. Uh, this is the last time you're going to see these girls. 
because all six of y'all ain't coming back at the same damn time. I'll say that. Sheree, you do realize some of those girls on that stage, you ain't going to see ever again. I'll give y'all my predictions much later, but that's all you're going to get. So, listen, I'm not going to sit up here and give a whole diatribe again of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I think we all know it wasn't the best season. If you need me to explain why, child, listen to my old episodes, honey, because I ain't got time to talk about the entire season. All I would say is this. They haven't had a two-part reunion in forever, over 10 years. When a show of that caliber has a two-part reunion, when they are used to giving us three parts, I mean, damn, they gave us four, season nine, it's been 10 years since the Real Housewives of Atlanta received a two-part reunion. In the words of LaToya, Latavia, Kelly, Beyonce, second album, the writing is on the wall. And thou should not predict that those six girls are going to be back as a collective next season. Ooh, I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. If you're anything like me, you're always busy, you're always on the go, and sometimes you don't have enough time in the day to prepare your own meals. Well, baby, welcome to HelloFresh. They have a very quick and easy recipe and 15-minute meals that you can get a very tasty dinner, honey, on the table in less time than it takes to get takeout or delivery. HelloFresh takes out the stress anytime you think about preparing a meal for you or your family. They have these ingredients and recipes that they deliver right at your door. So look, this fall, skip that extra trip to the grocery store and have dinner ready in no time with America's number one meal kit. I know what you're thinking. Well, Carlos, is it going to remain fresh like my produce? The answer is yes. When you get HelloFresh, you know you're getting top-notch produce since it travels from the farm to your door in less than seven days. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm always preparing my own meals. Thanks to HelloFresh, I'm able to do it at a very, very concise time with my very busy schedule. It also tastes really good. The recipes are easy to follow and because I like plant-based food, they also have options for people like me. It's really, really good. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50RWTK and use code 50RWTK for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. Since there's been conversations of whether or not the Real Housewives of Atlanta should receive a reboot, we have to now talk about the Real Housewives of New York City and their reboot. Let's go. I, for one, said on this very podcast 
that I love the first episode of the Real Housewives of New York City reboot. Was great. Great introduction. Tens across the board. I thought it was fantastic. I'm watching the rest of the season and some episodes have been a little, you know, fluff episodes. But overall, I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at it. I actually look forward to watching The Real Housewives of New York City. Because I'm like, I, I want to get to know a new group of girls. So that's why I really get excited to watch it. Not every episode has been stellar. Um, I will give it a pass because it's a freshman series. And I feel like any freshman series deserves some grace. Okay? So I'll give it some grace because as a producer as well, any brand new show, you're trying to find your mark. You're trying to figure out what stands out about this cast and this show. And what I will say is I do like The Real Housewives of New York City. Do I love it? No. But I like it. And I stand by the fact that, yes, this show should have been rebooted because I am interested in getting to know a new group of women. Now, with that being said, child, after watching these past few episodes where the girls are in Aguila and Jenna Lyon, Jenna Lyons, I love you, girl. I'm going to call you Jenna Lyon, L-Y-I-N, apostrophe, honey. Okay. So Jenna Lyon, because she's always lying, I want Jenna to say, look, bitch, I'm only on this show because Andy Cohen begged me to do it. I'd much rather be at the Met Gala. I'd much rather be hanging out with Anna Wintour and her bangs and her bob, okay, bobbing and weaving, pun intended. I'd much rather be at the Elle magazine party. I'd much rather be any place in the world than to hang out with you skinny girls. That's what she says, child, not me. And complain about whether or not Brand wants to fuck Aaron's husband. Jenna Lyons does not want to be there. Mark my words, the only reason Jenna Lyons is on the Real Housewives of New York City is because Andy Cohen begged her to do it. And that's not some rumor. I think she said it. He talked about how he tried to convince her. Rule number one in television production Never, ever beg anyone to do the show, to do any show. There's tons of women and men that I want on all of my shows. But there comes a point when, and I'll speak for myself, child, as a king of reality television, let me school y'all on something. Anytime I feel like I have to beg you to do a show, it's never going to work out. Because the, your behavior on the show will always be, I don't want to be here. And unless you guys have no 2020 vision, unless you blind, unless you watch the show as you're cooking your just egg, your waffles, and your cream pie, honey, or your pot pie, you can tell that Jenna Lyon does not want to be there. She does not. She's there because she feels like she's doing them a favor. I don't know, and this, and listen, this is no shade to Jenna Lyons. As somebody who's worked on the Real Housewives of Atlanta since 2008, 
the beginning of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Hello. I don't see the hype around Jenna. I don't see why anybody would beg Jenna to do the show. I think it's cute to ask her. Let me tell y'all something. If they would have said, Carlos, can you ask Jenna Lyons to be on the show? Sure. Hey, Jenna. I'm well. How are you? Wonderful. Hey, girls, I have a question. I'm doing this show called The Real Housewives of New York City. No, 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 no. Don't hang up the phone. No, uh uh-uh. No, Ramona... Luann, Sonya, no, they're not going to be on it. No, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fresh show. Yeah, a fresh show. We're, we're, we're calling it a reboot. No, Jenna, not the boots that you see at J. Crew. Not those boots, girl. Not a platform boot, honey. No, a reboot. A reboot is, um, how can I say this in fashion terms? It's a redo, a redaw. You know, redo. D-E-A-U-X. It's a redo, honey. Yes. Okay. So, it'll be a whole new crop of women, multicultural. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing you're a lesbian. Fantastic, because we want to be inclusive. So, yeah. So, um, are you interested? You're not? Really? Well, look. You want to just do the interview? No? Not, not even an interview? Uh, okay. Hmm. Um, who else is on the show? Oh, we got this woman named Erin. Oh, you don't know her? Oh, we got this beautiful model named Uba. You don't know her either. Okay. Um, Bryn? She's like this. Don't. No, I, I, I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't say Lynn. No, I said Bryn. Would it be? You don't, you don't, you don't know her either. Okay. Well, how about you get to know them? Yeah, and, and one thing about this show is we talk about your personal life. Yeah. Oh, that's off limits? Oh, you don't want your girlfriend to be on the show? You know what, Jenna? Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, this is my mother calling me on the other end. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to have to get off the phone. But guess what? Um, I will slide in your DMs, honey. And if anything changes, I'll let you know. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Honey, that would have been me. Red flags would have been her saying no. And there's nothing wrong with trying to convince after a no. But the moment Jennifer, I'm about to say Jennifer. The moment Jenna Lyon would have said to me, my personal life, with my girlfriend is off limits, I would have said I'm getting off the phone within minutes. Honey, let's talk about those limitations. The fact that one of the biggest complaints that was talked about when it came to the original Real Housewives of New York City women was the lack of personal story. People were tired of the constant alcohol drinking, the constant um, barrage of, you know, Tom at the Regency. You know, we were tired of seeing Sonya P in the garden. We were tired of, we want a personal story. We don't see Sonya's daughter. We don't see Ramona's anything. We don't, we don't see nothing. So the fact that you would do a reboot and this woman who y'all begged to be on the show is telling you guys, 
no, my girlfriend is not going to be a part of it. That's red flag number two. But here we are. And as I'm watching the show and I'm watching the women in Aguila and I'm asking myself, why am I not enjoying these two episodes of these women being on a girl's trip? And then it dawned on me. The reason why it's not enjoyable is because these women aren't real friends. The reason why we enjoy Girls Trip on all of our favorite reality shows is because you get a sense of history. You get a sense of camaraderie. You get a sense of casual conversations. And in this most recent episode, everybody was pouring out their hearts like, my mother this, my daddy this, my childhood this, my childhood that. And they were all hearing this for the first time. I don't want to watch that on my television screen. Get that off my screen. I don't want to watch women who are supposed to be friends revealing to each other for the first time their deepest, darkest secrets. Not one of them knew that about each other. What in the survivor on an island is going on here? These are strangers. This show should be called The Real World in New York City. It's like seven strangers decide to live in a house together from all walks of life, and they're not going to show us how the real world is. That's what The Real Housewives of New York City reboot is giving, is giving real world teas. These are strangers. I'm not going on a boys trip with a bunch of boys who I never met a day in my life. And y'all expect me to have fun and give y'all some good television? No. And then you have Jenna Lyon, who is lying about everything. Jenna, guess what? I'll say this. Carlos King is not flying coach to Anguilla. I don't think there's something wrong with saying that. My friends know, hey, Lowe's, you want to go here? Oh, y'all go there. How y'all getting there? Well, no shade. All my friends fly first class. <laughs> Listen, y'all gonna get the real out of me. I don't have friends. Listen, my core group, <laughs> I really try to think about this. My friends fly first class. And I'm sure I got friends who fly coach, but we don't travel together is what I'm trying to say. But we're traveling together. If they want to travel coach, travel coach. That's fine. I'm not traveling coach. And I think it's okay. Jenna Lyons is a grown-ass woman. She has a, an apartment that is huge, like a warehouse with designer shoes. Why is it bad to say, I don't fly coach? I don't know any wealthy person who is used to flying first class going to fly coach. And that's the problem that I have. It's like, keep it real. I think if she would have said, guys, I don't fly coach. I'm telling my listeners right now, I don't fly coach. And I don't think that's a bad thing to say. Is it? I don't care if it is. It's, it's the truth. So her lying about, not, oh, I was just joking. I was drugged up. I don't remember what I said, but I remember the soup. Girl, shut What? I don't want to watch women who don't own up to who they are. 
You don't fly coach. It's okay. If these girls want to do that, that's their prerogative. <clears throat> so I don't like that. I, I want women who's going to own who they are and be like, this is me. If you don't like it, that's your problem. Deal with it elsewhere. I'm not flying coach. Period. Point in the blank. You think Anna Wintour is flying coach? Okay. I don't even think Anna Wintour flies business or first class. She probably flies private. I've never seen Anna Wintour and her bob and her sunglasses next to me on a Delta Airlines flight. Never. Because guess what? I'm pretty sure she flies private. And I'm not mad at it. When you work so hard in your life and you hustle and you sacrifice and you do good work and you're a good person, why are we having problems telling the world, I work hard for what I have? It's okay that I want to fly first class. It's okay to be honest about that. So then she was lying about that. Then she was like, well, you girls look so beautiful, and I want to tan next to y'all. Jenna, cut the bullshit, sis. Just say, look, bitch, I don't fly coach. That's number one. Number two, I don't know you bitches, so I don't want to be around y'all all of the days in Anguilla. I want two days to myself, okay? I'm only doing this show because Andy told me to, not to mention, sidebar, did y'all see the picture of Andy and... Jenna having lunch in the Hamptons a few weeks ago. Um, my point is made. Thank you. I don't see him having lunch with Bryn. Exactly. Okay. That's what I want from Jenna. Own who you are. And I think we will appreciate it. But when I'm watching Jenna Lyon on the show, I feel like I'm just watching a woman who's like, y'all made me do this. And I'm only doing this because I said yes to the mess and I regret it. So I don't know how things are going to shape out with the Real Housewives of New York City. Like I said, so far, so good. I'm not mad at it. Is it great television? No. Is it amazing? Not at all. But it's good enough for me to want to continue watching because I am interested in seeing these new women. And I'm interested in seeing how all of this is going to end. Once again, every freshman show deserves some grace. And it deserves a second season because you always want to see, okay, second season is always the test. It's like the sophomore album for a, mu a musician, okay? The sophomore album is the make it or break it album. Okay, your debut may have been a hit. Or it may have been soft. But your sophomore album solidifies your place in the industry. <clears throat> so that's how it works in reality television. Your second season solidifies your place in the reality zeitgeist of fandom. So the jury is still out on the show. But the show deserves a second season. I do like the women. Not all of them should come back. I'll give y'all my list later. But what I will say is there's only three women on that show that should stay. And one of them is Erin. Erin is the force multiplier. It's her show. She's the face of it. 
Aaron is the force multiplier. She says what she means. She means what she says. She does not backpedal. She's honest. She's real. I like her a lot. And I love Brynn. Brynn is fantastic. And Brynn is one of those women who was born to be on television. Brynn is a star. She's gorgeous. She's funny. She's whimsical. She's vulnerable. I love everything about that Brynn. Brynn is amazing. Whoever cast Brent deserves the rage I gave Jenna Lyons to do the show. No shade. But with that being said, Aaron is the force multiplier. Aaron is the one who moves story along. Aaron pokes holes in the stories. Aaron is curious. Aaron wants to know what's going on. It's her show. As of now, it's her show. So that brings me to just the state of the housewives in general. As you all know, I stopped watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta because I just couldn't get into it. And that pained me to say that because that's my baby. It will always be my baby. In my Mariah Carey voice, it's always be my baby till we linger on. Charlie, me stop singing before Mariah Carey and the goons give me for, for publishing. Okay. Because y'all know Mariah Carey hangs out with the goons. Hey, Debrat. Love you. <laughs> I love Debrat. That's my girl. Um, I stopped watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta. The episode, the only thing I remember from this episode is when Marlo Hampton went on a date. And I can't tell you what else happened. I can't even talk. I can't tell you what else happened. I can't talk because I'm falling asleep as I talk about this episode. That's how bad it was. And I just said I can't do this to myself anymore. So I stopped watching that. Y'all already know I stopped watching this past season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey after episode two because I was just not into another saga of Melissa versus Teresa. I couldn't do it. But I did enjoy the three-part reunion. Of Jersey. Loved, 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 loved it. Fantastic. Fantastic. But I stopped watching the season. I'm not watching Salt Lake City. I'm not watching it. I really did enjoy season two. Um, I, I, I just can't get into it. You know, I think a large part of us really understood that the face of the show was Jen Shaw. And now that she's in prison, I just don't care to watch. I mean, what I want to watch. What it what is what is there to watch? It's like when Leanne Locken got fired from Dallas. She was the face of Dallas. And when she got fired, the show got canceled. Because what is the real housewives of Dallas without Leanne Locken? What is the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City without Jen Shaw? And I'm not here to be like, well, they did. We already talked about that. That's this. This episode isn't about that. I'm just talking about the reasons why I'm not watching it because unless you break on somebody who's amazing to replace Jen Shaw, you're not gonna get my eyeballs to watch Meredith not engage. I don't care what Whitney is doing with her husband. 
I don't care what the bad Mormon is doing. What's her name? Is it Heather? Is it Heather? It's Heather, right? Yeah. I don't care what Heather's doing. And who else is on the show? Okay. <clears throat> I'm not watching it. Um, I'm just not into it. And then... What else do we have? I'm looking forward to Miami Housewives. That's my favorite. I'm going to watch Beverly Hills. I'm... Now, nah, I'm going to be very honest. Lisa Renna not being a part of Beverly Hills scares me. I'm very intrigued with Kyle Richards' alleged relationship with the country singer Morgan. So we'll see how Beverly Hills pans out. Potomac's coming back. We'll see how these girls pretend to be friends again. I I'm going to watch it, though. I can't promise you I'm going to stay tuned, but I'm going to watch it. But it just made me think about the state in general. And I don't know. I just feel like when a show's been on for so long, how can you make it fresh and sexy again? Especially when I think about these shows that have been on for, for many, many seasons, and it's just not great as it used to be. Now, I will say this. The Real Housewives of Orange County is spectacular this season. Thank you, God, that Tamara judges back. Tamara is needed for that show. Tamara saved that franchise from sinking. She did. She did. Tamara deserves an EP credit for the amount of work she put into the season. Heather is even enjoyable to watch this season. And y'all know I gave Heather a hard time last season. I am enjoying Heather the Bro this season. It's all because Tamara Judge knew... Tamara, is, 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 she's the force multiplier. Tamara knows how to poke the holes, poke people, poke the bear, poke a napkin in someone's eyeball. Like, Tamara knows how to get things to move forward. And the Real Housewives of Orange County is having its best season. One of its best season. Um that it has been in years. It's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. Really good. Fantastic season so far. So I don't know. Are we housewives out? Or are we just tired of these women coming on the show to promote their products and not promote who they are as people? Maybe it's the latter. Maybe the casting just hasn't been great for some of these shows. Because we're not getting women who want to come on the show and give their real life anymore. It's like we're casting women who just want to get on TV and show off to their high school bullies that they made it. It's like the MTV Cribs of reality shows. Let me just show my house and how beautiful and great I look. But when it comes down to really giving you real story and, and, and giving you what's happening in, the, in people's marriages. Like, that's what we want. We're not getting that. And then some of these women who's been on Housewives for so long, they're checked out. Literally, they're checked out. They're checked. <laughs> Their paycheck, honey, has maxed out. 
Okay, we are going through an inflation, child, a recession. Don't tell Joe Biden or Kamala Harris I said that, child. Allegedly, we're going through an, a recession. But they're checked out. They feel like I reached the limit of my pay scale and there's nothing more for me to give. And that's what I'm realizing with some of these shows. They're checked out. And as a result, I feel myself checking out. Because it's not what we signed up for back in 2006 when the franchise started. So unless you get a cast like OC, the longest running Housewives, and you bring back a Tamara Judge, who has resurrected that show, Tamara Judge single-handedly saved the Real Housewives of Orange County. And you can quote me on that. She saved it. She saved it. And all of those girls got in line. Emily and Gina said, fuck. She's the queen bee. Let's fall in line. Heather the bro said, well, I was a flop last season, so shit. Let me just do what I gotta do. And she... Heather DeBro is low-key my favorite to watch this season. She's checked in because she knew she may get checked out. Okay, anyways. <clears throat> and Tamara brought her friend Jen. I I love the newbie Jen. Jen is beautiful. Y'all gonna judge me. I think her man Ryan is kind of hot. <laughs> I like Ryan. Ryan is, gives you messy... Like, Ryan gives you, like, he just do messy things to you, honey, in a, in, in, in a bathroom at um, Jay Alexander Restaurant, honey, or Javier's, honey. Ryan is, like, sloppy in, in the car, honey, when he makes out with you. Ryan is my, 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 mm, 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 Carlos Chill. No, I love Jen. And Shannon's going to Shannon, you know. Don't show that. It's going to be really bad, guys. I'm in a great relationship. Stop it. He loves me. Shannon's going to Shannon. But Tamara Judge, you go, bitch. You go. You go. Thank you for saving the, the, the show. Seriously. So, again, maybe we just need more Tamara Judges on all of these other shows. So, this leads me to ants. Do the part over, Sierra. This leads me to ask a question to my raindrops. Since the Real Housewives of Orange County is having its best season ever in a long time, what city needs to bring back a Tama Judge type to really get the girls in line? Let me know. Who does Atlanta need? Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag 
Reality with the King. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Ricks and executive produced by me, Carlos King. Kingdom Reign Entertainment, baby!